0: Hey there, welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. Thank you for stopping by if you're new. Well, welcome on in. So glad to have you a part of the podcast. We're in Matthew 23 and we're going to be covering verses 25 through 26. And I want to read it to you. And I want us to spend just a few minutes talking about what it means, how it applies, and really how, how frightening it is when we when we think about what jesus says so here's what he says woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites he says again he has started a lot of sections of scripture like that in matthew 23 because he's hammering the religious elite why well that word hypocrite appears a lot and here's what a hypocrite is in that context you know what's right you have the knowledge you have the information you've been a great student of the law and the scriptures you know exactly what's going on. You can sit in a Bible study for two hours and, and argue your point. You can go to the synagogue and stand and present your case. I mean, you can do that kind of stuff. And, and Jesus knew these were the people who did that. But your life and your heart and your passion is far from me. Jesus does not let these religious folk off the hook. As a matter of fact, these were the people, and if you go to Acts, in the early days of Acts, it were it was these people who stopped the gospel and put roadblocks up with the gospel more than anyone else. It wasn't the irreligious, the people that couldn't tell you, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to ask them who the gospels are, right? They may say today, well, you know, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, right? I mean, <laughs> who knows what they'll say? They couldn't tell you the gospels. It's not those people right? In that context back then, it wasn't the people that didn't know Genesis, Exodus, Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It's not the ones who didn't memorize any scripture Stop in the gospel. It was the hyper-religious, those who, was the, who were the ardent, strident students of the word, but not the doers, the people that understood the jot and tittle, but did not do the big sweeping things that were expected to do. So Jesus says, look, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You say and believe one thing, but you do another. Now listen to how he says this. For you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but the inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisees first clean the inside of the cup and the plate that the outside also might be clean jesus makes he uses a really simple example he says look it's like somebody coming into your house here's who you are it's like coming into your house and the the outside of your cup is clean but the inside has stuff left over from weeks i mean reminds me of my dorm room right when i was in college stuff left over for weeks and weeks right and and yet you want to present this to people as the way to live said here's the problem if your insides get right then the outside will naturally get right. And he says you're full of greed and self-indulgence. So I want to talk about that today for just a minute. What is it that people involve themselves with that would violate this passage of Scripture? Think about this. 75%, this was a recent survey, just read it, 75% of people, saved, unsaved, Christian, non Christian, men, women, 75% of people admit to stealing from their employers, either in the areas of entitlements or outright theft—stealing a good, uh, some sort of product or or outright money—seventy-five percent admit to that. Clean on the outside, man. I'm in church. I'm in Bible study fellowship. I'm in the Navigators, man. I've been I've been involved with Crusade. You know, man. I'm in my life group. I'm a leader. But seventy-five percent will steal, be dishonest. To their employer. But the outside of the cup. Looks really good. Wear the right clothes. Say the right things. Have the right grooming habits. You know. But the inside is dirty. Check this out. It's not going to surprise you. Let's talk about pornography for a minute. Let's talk about the sex trade. 43% of men. Admit to have viewed some type of pornography. In the past week. In the past week. If you're in a room with 10 men. Four out of ten have viewed pornography. Nine percent of women. That was a little surprising to me. Almost one out of ten will admit to have viewed some sort of pornography the past week. This is a huge deal. It's a $12 billion a year business. Pornography is. It's the secret sin that dirties the cup of many believers. Particularly men. Matthew 23 is a great study. One, because it is truth, of course. It's from the scripture. But also, it's truth with a challenge. It's not just something to contemplate. Jesus challenges us to live differently. So what he says again in verse 26, you blind Pharisee. In other words, you think you can live like you want to privately and inside. But as long as you show things perfect on the outside, you're okay. You're blind. You don't see the truth. And what is the truth? The truth is that the gospel true religion is an inside job not an outside job first clean the inside of the cup jesus says and the plate so that the outside may be clean how's the inside job coming are you spending passionate time of prayer with the lord are you worshiping him through music and through song whatever your style might be are you doing that privately in the private times of your life are you telling the lord how much you love him How much you thank Him for His Word and His truth and the presence of the Spirit in your life. What are you doing in your private times? Guard your private times. And the outside of your life will be great. And, as you know, you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. God bless you. He loves you. Love Him today, right back. Father, thank you for this time in your Word. And Lord, thank you that it is truth, that it challenges us, changes us, grows us, and molds us to become more like you, our Savior, which is our goal. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. God's blessings on you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody, and we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace For Your Journey podcast.